Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair. Uh, yes, Andrew. Um... I'm glad I've got you here because I have a question for you, mm-hmm. which is, when did you last do anything good for the podcast's ad revenue? Revenue, Andy. Well, recently I got this Harry's ad. Oh yeah, and, and has it changed your life? <laughs> it's completely changed my life. Uh, the ad itself mm. has this beautiful soft handle yeah it's very well weighted yeah it's a sharp ad yes that can not only cut the hair off of your face but also anything off of your face it sounds like an amazing ad well the ad in many ways is a metaphor for a harry's razor that's incredible i can't wait for the ad which will be later on in the episode of two in the think tank the podcast that we're about to record but let me just Oh sure. Pre- preview that ad with 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 my joke. <laughs> and I ran my Harry's razor over. <laughs> Did you want to start again? Well, I ran my Harry's razor over a peach, Andy. Yes, Alistair. And now that peach is a nectarine. Boom! Look forward to that later on in the podcast. And ring ding ring ding ding ring ding a ding 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 ring ding a ding 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 a ring a ding 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 ding. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy, and I am Alistair George William Trombley Birchall, and we are repeating the same thing that we always say at the beginning of the podcast. Yes, which and and it's such a weird thing. I remember listening to other people's podcasts and thinking. How is Mark Maron so good at doing those intros at the beginning where he says the same thing over and over again? What the fuckers, what the fucking ears, what the fucking noise, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. What the fucking nucks. Like yeah. But I didn't realize at the time that he is completely working off of muscle memory. His, you know, his brain is not even, he's not even, he's basically asleep at that point. Mm. That is mm. the, that is the, he's resting, you know, pre-podcast. While he, while he, you know, just shoots out all that garbage. And it's a shame, Alistair, that mm. there aren't more things in life yep. that we can do from muscle memory, right? Like yeah. you think about all the all the problems that we have, right, with mm-hmm. uh, getting good uh, elected officials, you know, good politicians, good 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 presidents, prime ministers, whatever's sure. your poison. Yeah. All right. Presidents and is the, my the, poison. The, that's your poison. All right. Yeah. And then the problem is. That they only get to do it, you know, once or twice, right? Become president. Become president. Yeah. But if they did it, you know, 10 or 20 times a day, yeah. you know, think how good they'd be. They'd be able to do it without thinking and then they'd be able to get on with other things, much like driving a car, Yeah. which they could do at the same time. I guess it doesn't really make sense to extend campaigns over weeks hmm. or years. Yes. Um, because that takes up a lot of 
time where you could be governing. I think we should always be in a, in a state of having an election. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, and they're always announcing more and more results. Yeah. And, and that way we're getting constant updates on who is the president at any given moment in time. Yeah. Like they do when they announce the, uh, the, the results on election night. Mm -hmm. All that data is coming in and they've got the maps and they've got the figures and whatever. Yeah. It's, it's that, but it's always... It's always shifting. Yeah, and so that way we can get real-time response to how your governing is going. Yeah. So it's kind of it's closer to like a war. It's like a... It's like, it's like a... It's a constant state yeah. of warfare. Yeah, like, like a coup. Mm. It's, like, it's like multiple coups happening in multiple electorates at all times involving the voters, involving policy decisions. Yeah, but like democratic coups... Yeah, you know, because I think you can still vote maybe on your phone or something second by second. Probably using blockchain. I'm going to say blockchain's involved. Yeah, yeah, and um, and but, I think this will be better for some reason. Yeah, well, I guess because people will be great. Will will have muscle memory uh, at, at voting as well. At voting, mm. muscle memory at accepting change. <laughs> yes, um, which is a really hard thing to get muscle memory about because yeah. it almost. Defeats the purpose of muscle memory, but you you just need more experience. That's right. You find yeah. you get there. I think you'd probably get a muscle memory at being numb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, you know, making quick snap judgments whilst numb. Yes. Yeah. You get muscle memory at not doing anything at all because you feel overwhelmed. Well, well, there's a chance. Yeah. But then I don't know why things are shifting so fast if people aren't doing anything. Um, hackers. I guess. You think it's all hackers? Yeah, people are probably, probably hacking the system. I don't know. Look, I don't know that vulnerable. much about cryptocurrency or, or crypto voting, mm. but probably whales, people with lots of votes will be will do be altering. Do, do people call it a crypto, 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 cryptocracy? Oh, that, that sounds like it could work. Oh, great. And then maybe everybody's anonymous. Yes. Everybody's just this weird chain yes. of characters. Right. And so at the moment, it's like B8. Exclamation point six x two nine five small s a is the president is the president that's good because it removes the element of personality from it all yeah which is such a poison for for, for politics it's all an audition for um the like a symphony orchestra it's behind it's all behind a uh, a curtain yes so that you can't judge the person based on who they are what gender they are. How they good go, they are at the music. No, no, you're only judging them on how oh, good right, they are at sorry. the music. I wasn't sure how thick the curtain was. Yeah, no, it was... I thought it could have been several metres of lead curtain. I apologise for not making that explicit. Always specify. Is there any it? sketch idea in here? I think there's a sketch idea in... <laughs> I mean, maybe not. But if I didn't constantly changing politics. Mm. Maybe even a... It could even be a, it could be a Black Mirror episode. Right. Thing of, you know, Hashtag are... Black Mirror? Yeah. Hashtag Black Mirror. Are we pitching to Black Mirror now? We're speaking directly to Charlie Brooker. Charlie? Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Listen up. Thanks for all your work. Hope uh, you're good. Thank you. I've seen the first season. Loved the first app. I have seen the first app. Loved the first app. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I really do plan on watching I've, more. I've listened to a lot of people talking about it on other podcasts yeah. and it sounds great. So but, well done. So, But thank you. I think it's just good. In a way, you're also trailblazing, Charlie. Mm -hmm. Trail Trailblazing that comedy people 
can do sort of quite dramatic things that are high concept based yeah. on your probably inner fears uh, and that are a little bit funny. Yes. This is based off of mostly the first episode. Again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, constant voting. Uh, uh, elections every, always changing all the time. And, and but is is this it's also basically it's like a leaderboard? Everybody's like a, anonymous still. Everyone's anonymous, and all you see are the results. You know, because you're also getting live. Mm. <laughs> all yeah. the, I guess all laws are constantly changing as well. Yeah. Because the, because in a situation where all the sort of businesses are run by. Um, are run by computers. Yeah. You'll just update the laws via some sort of constant firmware upgrades that are going on anyway. So mm. updating, you'll be able to update laws in real time. So you'll be able to see the air effect on the economy because we'll also yeah. have real time monitoring of the GDP. Yeah. And right. I don't, I don't think we'll wait for like a year before we do our taxes. Our ta- taxes will be constant. done in real time. Yes. So, so real as time. soon as you p- implement some employment law, mm. then there'll be a big enough population size. We'll, we'll be hugely overpopulated mm. at, that, mm. at that point. Hugely. Um, you know, not only will skyscrapers be... Uh, not like now. No, they won't be like, like they are now. They'll be, they'll be scrapier. Yes. They'll be more sky-like. Mm-hmm. And also we'll have roads that, are, that scrape the sky <laughs> and, and other public transport. Everything's, every, everything will scrape the sky. Everything will scrape the sky. We'll have people that scrape the sky. Yeah. Imagine how far tilt technology... Uh, is it tilts? Stilts. Stilt technology <laughs> will be in, let's say, 30 to 40 years. Because, I mean, what was it, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago? You never saw a stilt that was probably higher than what, like a meter? Yeah. Like, I, when I was in primary school, all you could, the, the, the tallest stilt was a paint can with a rope. And then since then, Alistair, let me tell you, the stilt industry, they've made big strides. They've made huge strides, Andy. So what are we writing down here? We're writing down... The real, real-time society. Yeah, real-time um, ocracy. Ocracy. Uh, and uh, yeah, just to the point that everything everything's constantly changing. You, see, you your your phone, I guess you know, it can just have a little dot up in the corner or something that's either that'll be green or red depending on whether or not the uh, uh, the economy is in surplus or deficit. Right? Yeah, and you'll be able to. I'm glad that we're still focusing on that, on that oh, almost so pointless. Yeah, utterly. It feels like it's been disproven as being anyway. Yeah, but if we're all going to be reactionary, we might as well be reactionary in real time. That's true. Um, but how is this going to affect our regular lives? Because this is what I'm worried about, like, in terms of this being a sketch. Mm. Um, are we just going to see how sort of unfocused the person's life is? Or, you know, is he going to, is he, is this just a guy, maybe it's about a guy who's trying to, he's like, look, I'm getting too caught up in society. Mm. And I think I'm just going to move to voting once a day, maybe three times a day, and I'm going to set an alarm and then vote rather than just always watch all the figures and be constantly voting yeah. on every bill, on everything, <laughs> like, you know, for every candidate. I think that's really good. And then I think we could also see it from the flip side of somebody who is like, you know, in the morning, mm. they they wake up, they're the president, but then by sure. like 10.30, they're no longer the president. Yeah. And then like nostalgia for the old times, people start to, you know, reflect on like, oh, remember how great, things were before 10.30 a.m. Makes a comeback. He makes a comeback, <laughs> right? And he's back yeah. in by 2 o'clock. Oh, that's right? nice. And then he's the uh, prime minister or but, he's the president. Yeah. By or maybe, they're, maybe they've gone from being a – maybe they don't even have presidents anymore by, the, by 3 o'clock. Uh, maybe it's yeah. back to a constitutional monarchy. I think maybe he could lose it because at about 3.30 – 
uh, you know, he has that kind of 330 crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... And which then is, he really loses it. It's, which is great. It's crazy that you're still the president when you're having that 3.30 crash. It's, it's awful. Even if you're, you're elected on your best possible day and you're at your peak, mm-hmm. everyone knows you get a little bit sleepy at around 3.30, you're not going to be presidenting at your, at your best. No, absolutely not. Right? So it shouldn't be you anymore. You shouldn't have to be incapacitated by like illness or ma- insanity yeah. before they can uh, you know, replace you with someone else. Yeah. You should just be a bit off... Feeling a bit off. Yeah. Maybe some sort of reaction test or something. And then you're out, you're out again. No, I think that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that all policy and all big decisions, it's it's not anybody sitting around coming up with stuff. I think mm-hmm. uh, the AI that's kind of, you know, the, the society's subconscious. Yes. Uh, and that is also kind of governing everything. Not governing, but you know what I mean. It's, oh, I know what it's, you mean. I think now. it's sending you prompts. It's always sending you prompts uh, so that... So that governing is kind of just like an improv. So it's like so so it it you know so that that way you can you can yeah. govern from your house mm-hmm. and it just comes up like boop and then it says, do you think that we should change employment mm. so that you know people are a little bit more free in mm. terms of lunch breaks and oh, they don't. I think that's almost too much information, right? Yeah. What it what, maybe it, it shows you just two pictures. Right, mm-hmm. like one's a one's a lunchbox with quite a bit of food in it. One's a lunchbox with not quite so much food in it. Yeah, and you right. just click whichever one you like, and it, from that interpolates what you want. It's like those yeah. uh, quizzes online that you're like, these ten questions can tell you where you'll be in five years, and you just answer those ten questions. They all seem unrelated, yeah, right. and then some bullshit pops up. And I guess I guess that's the problem with using too many words is mm. that there's a lot of legal loopholes that right. people could. So I yeah. think maybe. Maybe all law will turn into sort of... Pictograms. Pic- pictograms <laughs> and things like that. All law, the big books of law, will just be a series of um, images. Mm. Like you know, like when you go to the beach and there's no swimming and there's a picture of somebody swimming yep. or diving or something. Yeah. There's a cross through it. Law will just be that. I think that's good, yeah. And then obviously there'll be different ways in which you can interpret... You know, like the sort of the diving one where it's somebody above some wavy lines mm, mm. like that. That could, you know, you could go, Noodles. oh, I thought that that said no, no jumping into fire. Yeah. Like that. And you, and then they're like, all right, you get off. <laughs> and then they make the they make the, the water silhouette look more like water so that it's like water. Yeah. Or like they have an arrow pointing at it saying water. Till we get to the point where every law is a full virtual reality simulation of your life going in a particular direction and right. you just have to follow that or oh, sort of like because that they've eliminated all the loopholes it just tells you exactly what to do at oh. any point well that's easier to if you if you cater the law to each individual mm. you know and it'll kind of be like you know that when when you would play mario kart and you could sort of race against your best time and it would kind of be like a ghost and yep. so what it is is that the law shows you an, on through augmented re, augmented reality a ghost version of your best life, where you can stay within the law, wow, and you can you can see it getting around, and it also it's calculated the future for you, where this is the life that will not only is it within the law, but it will also uh, this is. Based on you know the the terms that you were brought up with, mm. uh, you know like your, your your starting chance. This is the 
what you have to do in order to get the best per- possible outcome for your life, longevity, money, uh, you know, love, all that kind of stuff. And so you can either follow it, you know, movement per movement, mm. or you can decide to make your own decisions and then see your ghost getting way more... Further and further away. Yeah, way more and, successful than you. Unless it's like... Uh, a GPS in your car mm. where it has to also try and take into account what you've done. So, like, if you miss a turn-off, your GPS in your mm-hmm. car yeah. doesn't keep talking to you as if you made the turn-off. It factors in, it's, it finds a new route and it says, okay, do a U-turn yeah. up here or go around this block or whatever. Course, yeah. Or I found another way you can get there. Mm. So, like, it, it could be that where, like, if, if you make a bloody-minded decision to go against what the simulation is telling you is best... Yeah. And instead of, um, you know, waiting for the lights, you run out in front of a a lorry. Ice cream van. An ice cream van, right? You get covered in ice cream. And hit by a truck. A yeah, and, and also hit by a truck. Yeah. But also covered in ice cream. And, yeah. and then your simulation has to try and work out the best way out of this. Right, and, yeah. And, and will also update you maybe on, like, your estimated time of arrival. Obviously, the first thing would be do a U-turn. Yeah. Yeah. But then you keep pushing through, get hit by other trucks, (laughs) and then it has to find a complete other path. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like that. So, and then I think, I think, I think this idea of like a, a, it's now sort of, to me, it's gone away from a, um, a, 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 so so much of this, 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 this law based future. Yeah. But just the idea of a GPS. For your life, so maybe separate idea, separate to the, idea to the real timeocracy. Yeah, so it's it's a GPS for your entire life because the real timeocracy was all about people's having input, but once you introduce the idea of this augmented reality thing, it sort of stops being free will. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be great though, as well, with having the ghost that you could see, mm. right? That's is that you could actually just like let's say you didn't, you actually decided to go your own way. Mm. Uh, and uh, like I think yeah I think your best life one is always out there and then you've got the other one that's you know like the the GPS is still kind of guiding you to keep improving your life and and things like that but I like that you can always go back and see what your best ghost is yeah so let's say you're you're in a relationship that you're not happy with and you know you're doing stuff but you can still go and like find where your ghost is and just go like watch it having sex with its girlfriend (laughs) But how good would it be? Because sometimes when you go against what the GPS tells you to do, you can actually get to your destination slightly faster. Like that's happened Mm. to me a few times, really satisfying. Sure, stuff that it's not able to predict. Yeah, it would be pretty good if you were able to get to, you know, have a more successful life than what the computer said you could Yeah, I guess that would kind of add like a gambling gambling sort of-ness to it where you're like, are we smarter than the... It's not just. It's not necessarily like you think you can outsmart the computer or, mm. the, or the algorithm, but also that you you're kind of hoping for luck because it's the unpredictable stuff that it can't. Like you know, you it wouldn't be able to guess whether or not you could win the lottery. Sure. Yeah, because it's like that. That's unless a too it complex. Unless had all the information. Yeah. So unless this thing is a is, is that demon that Descartes spoke about at mm. one point. Laplace. Maybe was it Laplace? I, I think, think it was Laplace. Demon. I don't know. Maybe it was. Oh, well, the, oh the Laplace demon, right? Yeah. Rather, I thought you were talking about Laplace was the guy who proposed it. No, I think it was Laplace who proposed it. Was it Descartes? Oh, look, I don't know anymore, Andy. 
I'm sorry. There's a chance that it was even Nietzsche. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm going to go back and re-listen to all those uh, philosophy and summary that tell you, that teach you the history of philosophy in five minutes per episode. Oh, that sounds pretty good, actually. I was listening to one that was really long and tedious. (laughs) I mean, it, 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 it was, man, unbearable. And the guy talked there a lot about giraffes, and I like giraffes, but yeah, it was it was hard. Um, I think I think that's good. I think I think you could do a, a like 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 just those scenes where you'd be out and you've had two drinks, sure, and your simulation is like, well, off I go home. Mm. You're like, no, I reckon let I reckon I've got a good feeling about this third <laughs> drink. I reckon something good's gonna come of that. Yeah, and then. You, and then something good does seem to happen. Let's say you, they, they go, hey, let's go to this other bar. You mm. meet, you meet Burt Reynolds, mm. like that, and you're like, this is great. Uh, and then Burt Reynolds' wife starts hitting on you. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and then you're like, and then Burt's like, go for it, kid, like that. <laughs> I tell you, you're right. Okay, and then. You know, something real bad happens. Oh no! Yeah, um, but it doesn't involve. Burt you, lo- you, you lose your wallet. Or yeah, something? you probably lose your wallet. Maybe yeah. like your ear falls oh, off. Simulations. What would be really good? <laughs> what would be really good, Al? Would be like, say, you turn eighteen. Okay, that would right? be really great. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I remember that. Was, would yeah. you? W- what would you do if you turned eighteen again? I'd go to the Tathra pub and buy a bottle of vodka. <laughs> oh. And. Uh, I mean, I would never even buy a bottle of vodka these days. Is that what you did? Yeah, I went to the Tathra pub, I bought a bottle of vodka, and then I think my mom had some warm cranberry juice at home, and I sat alone, maybe with my <laughs> girlfriend. No, my girlfriend at the time was there, but she didn't want to drink any of it. Or she had a little bit of one and then was like didn't want to anymore. So then I had like three of those, and then I was like, happy birthday. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. But I think, okay, so you turn 18, mm-hmm. right? And they switch on your simulation, right? Yep. Your, whatever it is. And you have the option of following it. Or what they can do is they can just make a robot to follow the simulation for you. And then you can just stay at home while the robot taps all your untapped potential, right? And it looks exactly like you, right? Right, yeah. And then you don't have to do it. You don't have to worry about your unfulfilled potential because you know your, your unfulfilled potential is being fulfilled. Yeah. By a robot that is you, that's sure. doing exactly what you would have done He's if you'd done your it. Ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, and then and then what? You stay at home and you can drink vodka and cranberry juice. Yeah, that was and, yeah. That and was... watching the simulation, being like, yeah, I am sure. Crushing it's, it out I think there. like it's that's kind of similar to either our, like our Sherpa idea, oh, it is or yeah, like right. our um... or our, every other idea that we come up with always. <laughs> Sure. I'll get it, Al. Oh, it's okay, Andy. Or just the, those ideas of not having to live your life yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know where, why they keep coming up. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's because, Andy, because living is a real effort. It is. It's a lot of effort. To live, li- to live isn't necessarily to suffer. No. But it is, it is to, you know... To kind of like... To live is to have to do things and mm. go places and... yeah. You know, but one day, Andy, follow one, through on stuff. One day, I reckon, about fifty years away from here, mm. one day we'll be able to sit down, yes. have a bunch of free time, mm-hmm. 
and bong on. <laughs> it's not it's not the kind of thing we would do now. Yeah, baby. But in eighty years, no, well, maybe not eighty, maybe fifty years, bonging on. Yeah, imagine well, like what it'll do to our old minds. I think that I think that's really uh, quite exciting, isn't it? Because like you feel. I don't think I don't think anyone is going to be looking at their elderly grandparent mm. bonging on and being like, oh, such a waste. Yeah, exactly. Think of what they could have done. Nothing. They couldn't have done anything. Unless once we get to 80, people are saying that 80 is the new 40. That's true. And then they'll be like, or, you know, if we find out that there's like a comedian or something like that, who they're like, you know, this guy didn't break until, until, until he, was, he was 75. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, well, 80's not that crazy. Like, I guess I could... He thinks all the stuff from before when he was 70 is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I didn't get good until I was 65 years in. Okay, how about this? We legalize marijuana, yep. but you're only allowed to do it if you're bonging on with your grandparents. What does this achieve? Okay, it makes people spend more time with their grandparents. Yeah, that, that, there's going to be a big problem of loneliness in the future. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's an incentive. You also probably save on pain medication and stuff for old people. Yeah. You know, so we're improving their quality of life. They're feeling less sure. pain. Maybe they can sell the drugs. We don't need the pension anymore. Oh, yeah. we could. So, so the government gives the pension to old people in the form of weed. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they fix loneliness because people are coming around to buy weed. Yeah. And then the people can only use the weed if they're near old people, mm-hmm. which is something that often would... Drug dealers would try to convince you. They're like, "Hey, can I smoke with you?" Smoke like yeah. the stuff that they just buy. Well, if that was legal, that if if that was a legal requirement, then that's not even going to happen. It's a conversation, Andy. That's not even a crazy. This is a this is like a a sci-fi idea of the future, mm. but it's like where the science the the fiction part is just good policy. Thank you. Yeah. And that is a real fiction. These in bloody absolutely this bloody these political times, environment yeah. that we're having. Oh, and then, like, I think maybe there'd be a benefit. You'd get a benefit if you, like, did an artwork with the old person, like mm. a collaboration. Sure. Because a collaboration in terms of an artwork is probably the one of the highest forms of spending time with somebody. So you're making this person who is beyond their years, mm-hmm. right, uh, have experiences that are maybe better than almost anything they've had. Creative expression. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So they get the... Marijuana and, you, and kids will be like, oh, I'm going to go visit grandma. Oh, you're always visiting your grandma. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. But then, I want to visit grandma. <laughs> I'm never allowed to bong on. I'm always here having to bloody work a CEO position. Yeah. Because that was a, yeah. Um, no, I like that a lot. Can I mention my, my outside idea again, Alistair? They're all a bit political today, aren't they? Uh, yeah. This one is my is my uh, my alt center political movement, mm. right? So we've got the alt right and we've got the alt left. This is the alt center, and what they do is they use really uh, sort of divisive mm-hmm. and uh, incendiary. Um, it's a hard word. Political strategies yep. to bring people together to reach a consensus. Sort of like. Um, Self-immolation? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, all right, sure, why yeah. not? But maybe it's like self-immolation, but it's in one of those stuntman suits. Great. So you, yeah. you light yourself on fire like that, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh, you know, 
keep the interest rates at a reasonable point mm. place. Over interest rates. Yeah. 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 And you, you can say to people, imagine what this would be like if I wasn't actually wearing this stuntman outfit. Right, because yeah. you're still making your point, absolutely, and people can still witness it and witness the horror of it. It's, it's, you're sure. doing almost exactly the same thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, and and I guess the key would be to you. Ha- you would have to keep changing it. You couldn't use the same types of protests because, mm. as I know from walking through cities, is that after you've seen anything once, you can be blank faced. And, mm. and immune to the craziest things. I've been at a, at a tram station and a guy has been yelling at the top of his lungs with the fiercest anger I've ever heard, you know, at some imaginary person that isn't there and be there with within, you know, two meters of him and just kind of the straight face, <laughs> not experiencing other things, just kind of going like, yeah, nobody making eye contact. You know. Yeah, wow. But these days, it's, 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 it's no problem. But if if I saw somebody on fire... I th- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I think I'd still react now. Right. So it's got to be something new each time. Yeah. To really push the boundaries of what's acceptable to get people to sit down and just think a little bit about what they're doing. Yeah, I think a SWAT team, Mm. you know, with lots of guns and things like that, kind of charging through a a, a town. And then they all kind of like, maybe through some form of like, uh, what's that dance that you do in public there? A flash 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 mob. mob. And then they kind of all, you know, maybe they they all shoot their semi-automatic weapons and a little flag comes out. Each flag has a single letter. And it and it and it says you know use renewable energies, you know, uh, but obviously a piece to the to the far right, mm. you know, a piece to the right by having some fossil fuel stuff that that makes them feel like they've got a base. But also that 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 fascism angle of like the men in the suits and mm. you know the 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 army we get to see the deployment of our armed forces yep. to, you know. Demonstrate the might and right of the state. Absolutely. But also, they're using their guns to make a community garden. See, I really like that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's you know what's strange for, for me is that uh, you always see these like these military these military things these parades and mm. people parading, but you know they're not moving anything. It feels like they could be delivering something while they're doing that. Like, it's a good idea. If sort of Uber Eats or something like that got in with those parades, then people who wow. are in in like on the side watching the parade, the, the military could be kind of like handing off like a poutine or like a, you know, sort of like a. a You're going chicken. that that way anyway because they also they have to tell you the route of the rally beforehand. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you're running a restaurant. You check out what rallies are happening in your area, yeah. and like a ride sharing sort of thing, you can you Every- can chuck a couple of. Uh, everybody get your plates of Rogan Josh. Yeah. Everybody get your lunch orders in. 
and then it's a rally coming past. Yeah, the rally's coming. Just through. a little bit of coordination, mm. and then people wouldn't complain about could, the rallies interrupting traffic as well. Yeah, and you could keep it. You could keep the food warm inside one of the big missiles that they're on display. I uh, that's good. Mm. Um, I I like also just the idea of because at the moment what have we got? We've We've got uh, bicycle couriers, right? We've got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sort of motorbike couriers. We've yep. got car people who deliver food in cars. So right? it makes sense so far. I, I would like to see have my food delivered to me by a rally at the head Absolutely. of a, a, a raging mob. Yeah. You know, and maybe I should be able to select that as an option on the Uber Eats app. Can I get my... Um, uh, pepperoni pizza delivered to me by an angry mob. Yeah, or like your corn on the cob. Could that come on a sort of like, like a running of the bulls type scenario? Mm. You know, like not necessarily the people running from the bull, but you know, I think that's Maybe. a great idea as well. Yeah. As they run up walls trying to grab to like you know low hanging balconies to try to get away from. You hear the hooves yeah. clattering down the street. You're like, oh, the takeaway's almost here. Your mouth starts watering. Yeah. Sounds like an angry bull. I guess my. Uh, my uh, submarine sandwich, not of the Subway brand, uh, mm-hmm. will be here soon. They have those in Montreal. They make sub, you know, submarine sandwiches. Because you remember, submarine sandwiches were a thing before Subway. Yes. But I guess not in Australia, really. No. Uh, we have more the baguettes a lot of the time. Correct. Which is more French influence. Or yes. Even I think it's a lot of Vietnamese places do baguettes. But I guess that's also French influenced. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Um, was it alt you, middle or alt center? I think alt alt uh, alt center, yeah, alt great. center, and uh, yeah, you know they you, they'd go along, I guess, to the rallies where the alt right and the alt left are, are and clashing stand, and stand between them, stand between them, punching both of them. Yeah, or themselves <laughs> to put them off. You know, be like that scene in in uh, in uh, Fight, Fight Club. Club. Yeah, because mm. that guy didn't attack him. I just it just had this weird flash that the guy who plays the boss in that I've just seen in something else. Really? Like I don't know if my I've just constructed that memory. I was going to look it up, but I don't think I should. Oh. I don't I I I don't really Is he kind of balding? I think no, I think he's, he's got, got like a, a big real... bald empty bit in the middle of his Oh, I think he's in Mozart in the Jungle. Is this oh. a real bad thing to look up right now? Well, I mean, it's pretty tedious. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... It's hard for me, and I think it's boring for the listener. Yeah, right. And but, I guess because we're not going to edit the podcast, it's not going to... Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we'll be editing the podcast. Well, if this was Sans Pants Radio, they're always looking things up. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, since you went and hung out with those Sans Pants Radio guys, all you ever talk about, Alistair, is Sans Pants Radio well, this. Which I should mention, I just appeared in the mo- most recent episode of Plumbing the Death Star on Sans Pants Radio uh, mm. Network, Podcast Network, and uh, we talk about which fictional characters uh, that, don't, that don't have dogs should have dogs. That's great. And uh, let me tell you that my choice was Jesus. But I tell you what, it's not going to be what you expect. That's really good, though. Yeah. Um, hey, Alistair. Yes, Andy. Matthews. Harry's Razors. Harry's. Harry's Razors. If you are a listener of Two in the Think Tank, which and I, I God, God, God to hope you are. Me too. Um, then you could get a special deal with Harry's Razors. No. Yeah, that's right. You can go and get a free 
$13 worth of starter pack for your Harry's face raising situation. It, and it's like it's like I know they're razors, but in many ways they're also erasers cuz mm-hmm. they erase the hair off of your ear face. And to a certain extent they erase the passage of time, you know. They do make you look and feel younger. Absolutely. I've had a really good time with Harry's razors. Mm. I, I don't I don't shave all that often. I go through cycles, right? And I'll shave like once a month. Yeah. And I always feel so good after I uh, after I do my Harry's razor. And I'm still going on my starter pack. Yeah. Still got my little bit of foamy stuff in there. You get oh. that for free. All you have to do is pay for the cost of the shipping for mm. your starter pack, which includes the razor, includes the beautiful ergonomic handle, includes the shaving cream, includes the little travelly pack thing oh, head. For I the use top that of the every razor. day. There you go. Yeah. And uh, and Harry's razors have sold you know more than three million razors to three million cool dudes all over this and I presume three million other realities. Yeah, and you know what, Andy? I ran my razor over a peach the other day. Alistair, what happened? And now it's a nectarine. Alistair, that so. joke is even better for the anticipation. Yeah. You know? Well, I just, I, I teased it at the beginning. Yeah. And then I teased the audience at the end. Mm-hmm. Teasers for movies. Yeah. They don't really tease movies, do they? They tease the audience. It's the audience. And really, it's not even teasing. It's sort of baiting. Yeah, you're right. When when I put some cheese on a hook and throw it into the water, I'm not teasing the fish. (laughs) I'm I'm either baiting them or antagonizing them because they probably don't eat dairy. So a real movie teaser Mm. would have to be something where, like, maybe one of the actors appears on screen and says, "Um, hey, dumb shorts. You're too um, ugly to watch this movie, mm. and your parents are poor. And so you're that's real- a movie teaser. Yeah. And you're really sensitive to insults from uh, people of, who are famouser than you. Anyway, come and see um, Lady Bird yeah, by anyway, Greta Gerwig. Come and see uh, The Quick and the Dead. If you can, which you can't. You can't, you idiot. Eat my asshole. <laughs> And I mean whole. Yeah. Like eat, eat it whole. whole. Like it's a grain. Mm. Is that a sketch? I mean, look, Andy, it's actually the, the closest thing to a proper sketch. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't just sit here coming up with alternate realities all day yeah, and call them sketches. All right. This is, let's be honest with the listeners, that's not, there are no sketches in this. These are all things that we want to actually happen. All right, we've been telling you that they're jokes and they're comedy. Okay, but they're not. They're real. They will be real. <laughs> what did you write that made you really funny? I'm an idiot because I wrote movie teasers where you really teasers. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. No, well, it wasn't on purpose. It was because I was, I made a mistake. I was gonna just remove that er like that. So where you really tease? No, that's good. But hair teasers, yes. does that even really tease the hair? When you tease hair, does that tease it? When you kind of just make it puffy and fluffy like that? I mean, that's a different... It's, I think I think what we've come across here is a, a homonym. But is that is that the same? Maybe maybe that's the, the meaning of the word that they're using for movie teasers. They're kind oh, of, they're I feel kind like of, that's even further away, isn't it, really? Well, I know, but they're kind of fluffing it up to look like something that it doesn't normally look like. Oh, that's okay. You know? 
They're showing you a couple of funny lines from Ryan Reynolds. Right, right? to make it look bigger and boofier than it actually is. Yeah, and then you watch it and you go, those, those were the, actually the only two jokes. The it's only no, two it's jokes. no bigger than that. That you know, those two big jokes implied a bigger film that's mm-hmm. filled with jokes. But no, Ryan Reynolds only opens his mu- mouth wor- worthily twice in the film. Right, the uh, the the joke density mm. of the movie is, uh, is, is 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 misrepresented. That's right. It's kind of been souffléed like a souffle, a big fro. Do you think that then, then that we should have realism in in trailers and teasers for movies, where like they should only be able to show a sort of a per diem or whatever you no not pro a pro rata uh, like amount of every particular type of emotion and action mm-hmm. and scene that takes place in the film. So if there's one car chase, yeah, you can show a bit of that car chase. But then you, but only proportional to the length of the movie. Yeah, and then everything else has to be. Yeah, I think it would be easier if the the teasers were just the film played <laughs> real quick, really quickly. Yeah, okay, it would certainly be easier. Yeah, mm. but then you wouldn't be able to get all of it. That's probably, true, and especially a lot of the emotional weight of it. But you would get a you'd get a sense. Yeah, in you a know? sense, you'd get a sense. Yeah. It would be... Um, I think three minutes wouldn't be crazy to watch. What would that even look like? You wouldn't be able to get a single word, would you? Like you would... <laughs> Imagine how long that death scene for that death... That sound to be... And that's, what, that's a Schindler's List or a, something, isn't it? That's a 17-minute death scene. Wow. With the guy's moaning <laughs> in one breath. It's actually, it's actually that magic guy. Um, Harry Houdini. It's Harry Houdini. No, who's the one who went underwater for 17 minutes? David Blaine. It's David Blaine. They got him in because he was the only guy who could hold his breath for 17 mm. minutes. But instead of holding it in, he's letting it out over 17 minutes in the longest death scene. Okay, here's a good thing about what this would do for you, yeah. seeing movies sped up like that as a teaser. It would give you a sense of if any of the scenes were really long, right? Because like very often mm. those are the things that make you tune out from a movie. Yeah. And if there's anything in that super sped up version of the movie that gives you time to even really cotton on to what's happening, yeah. you know that that's going to be a really long scene and you'll probably be, be bored. Yeah. But if you watch a trailer and you can't make out anything at all, you're like, this is action-packed. Okay, yeah. I am not going to be. I'm not going to be sitting there wishing that the scene was over. Sure. Because as far as I'm aware, I, I didn't, I didn't notice any scenes at all. Yeah, that's right. And that would be quite annoying. Therefore, it would officially become a teaser. Yes, good. Yeah. So you wouldn't really be able to get anything out of it. Uh, a lot of teasing does involve doing stuff in high pitched voices. Voices. Yeah. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Um, so, I, I am touching you now. Oh, um, now I'm inside you. Do you, you think your mouth, that planets where they have a higher proportion of helium in the atmosphere, everyone does get their feelings hurt a lot because mm. they constantly think that people are mocking them? Yeah, I think high pitched voice. I think that would be a good thing to measure. I think w- whether or not people get punched in the face a little bit more that might be yeah. more likely. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, uh, well, I think that maybe that is a thing that we should consider when we're looking at for planets that are in the Goldilocks mm, zone, just yeah. to make sure whether or not if there's too much helium. If there's too much helium. Are we going to sound silly? I mean, it would be a disaster if we sent the first humans to a new planet. They successfully established a society there, yeah, yeah. and they were able to make contact back to us here on Earth. Such a huge moment of human achievement. Mm. But if they're all talking with high-pitched voices, that's going to really undercut the gravity. Oh, we're really having a great time. Yeah. See, now I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm ashamed for humans. It sounds like something that they would reveal sort of 15 years after the fact where they would be like, because of the high level of uh, uh, of helium in the air, uh, NASA scientists teamed up with the European Space Agency, Mm -hmm. found a way to slow down the pre-recorded sound of the people calling back and uh, lowering their tone so that the, the world population were not annoyed Mm. Listening to the people on Astro 5296 Bonkers. Al, uh, is there anything in that? Yeah, look at yeah, right some kind of a, some kind of an idea. Like, you know, I, I, I think because, because we, look, we look for planets to see whether or not they're capable of sustaining life, right? But are they capable of giving us a dignified life? That's true, right? yeah. Like... You know, what have we got? We've got the high-pitched voices. Mm. If for some reason you were farting or shitting yourself a lot because of something that was happening there. Made everybody, you know, like made everybody uh, unable to to digest lactose. Yeah. And all the food there was lactose. I mean, both of those sound like real problems. (laughs) I think either way, that's that's an issue. But other than that... But the combination of those two factors... Oh, my God. Yeah. Other than that, though, it's a wonderful life. And the lactose is prepared in so many wonderful varieties of ways that it tastes unbelievable. It's but, just but, every shit is a sperm. <laughs> Do you think... Because, you know, what's, what's that theorem about the reasons why aliens haven't made it to Earth? Uh, the Fermi, the Fermi, Fermi paradox, yeah. right? That, that there, are, there could be all sorts of barriers that are the things that stop aliens from actually making contact with our civilization. That's yeah. why we haven't observed them. It could be that they use up all their resources. It could be that they kill them, each other through mm. war before they ever make it off their own planet. What if one of the barriers is embarrassment? Because it turns out that all other planets elsewhere in the solar system, everybody's mm. lactose intolerant and all their food is dairy. It's lactose, yeah. And, and they're all just shitting themselves constantly and they're too embarrassed to leave their own home, home planet. You know when you've shat yourself and you don't want to come out of the bathroom? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Because you're, yeah. you're down there, you're trying to fix up your pants or whatever, yes. or you're pissed on your leg yes. because of some splashback you're from trying the to clean, urinal. You're trying to clean your underwear in, in the actual toilet by yeah. just repeated flushes. Imagine that, but it's an entire civilization. Well, okay. I guess The that, whole planet... <laughs> that would be likely to happen in a place where, I guess, first of all, there's a high rate of lactose intolerance, mm. but mm. also a place where there is no... Uh, biodiversity. There's just a single creature, and we just drink each other's milk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would also be embarrassing. We're pr- we're gonna have all sorts of things that we don't realize they're embarrassing about us as humans. Yeah, and we'll get off the planet, and we'll be like, "Oh my god, you don't do this." Yeah. Well, imagine that because especially if you've just shat yourself, and you're you're aware of that everybody shits themselves, but mm. you hide it from that's our that's the societal shame, mm. right? And you're like. 
you're out with a couple of friends and you're like, I can't go back out there and start feeding on their nipples with just this smell of, you know, just milk shit that I've just uh, exactly. like poured down my leg. <laughs> uh, milk uh, shit, leg pour. Um, hey, Al, do you want to take us through the sketches that we've come up with today on the podcast, which is called Two in the Think Tank, which is what we've just done? Yep. Uh, um. And uh, any, you know, astro uh, whatevers out sure. there okay. want to write in and tell us whether or not that's part of the Fermi paradox, let us know. Great. Um, we got the real-timeocracy, and this is where everything is decided in real time. It's all on smartphones. Uh, you know, leaders of countries and electorates are is, is changing very quickly mm. based on real-time decisions. Uh, we're seeing, you know, the effects on, on you know, the deficit and and uh, employment and everything like Maybe that. Maybe even borders are constantly shifting as well because as peoples move in groups, there would be some like, there'd be changing consensus in different geographical yeah. regions. So it would make sense for like, you know, Western Australia to secede one day and then maybe reform with Australia sure. or maybe become part of uh, Burkina Faso or something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of experimentation like that would be important to finding the the the, the greater good. Mm. You know, because there'd also be lots of data that would tell you when things were best, and so that would also guide people's you know instantaneous Movements. choices. Yeah, mm. you know, it would be like it would be like those you know some decisions are just made as like you know like those exploratory ants, exploratory ants that are just sent off to just see if there's any. Ants would love this sketch. Like that. <laughs> well, it would be the 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 decision version of those kinds of ants. Yeah. You know. And anyway, so that's the real timeocracy. Yeah. Great funny sketch, I think. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, that's right. We're gonna follow the guy who's you know, the president and who's the, the guy president who's in the morning, and, and yeah, yeah, and then he's then he loses it, and then maybe mm. they, they have a sort of a. He, he makes a huge comeback. They actually like we liked his dictator ways this morning. Yeah, we're bringing him back like that. And then he has that three thirty crash, and he's out again. Yeah, and then his you know his electorate. He lives in a different electorate. He gets he's he's getting put to death for treason one second, and then he's the secretary the of state the next. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I I think if we if we had any skill at all as writers, we could make this hilarious. I think a lot I of it would just be could. like would be like status, you know, like in, information on the mm. screen because you'd be seeing it through his first person oh, thing, yeah, sort of like in a first yeah like a first person shooter kind of thing, like you know like Duke Nukem or something. Like that. That's mm. my my most recent reference, or Max Payne. I don't know if they had a lot of information on Max Payne. They had bullet time. Bullet time. I think maybe there was a little body that told you how damaged he was, but I guess you could tell that from how we, how much he was limping. Next hey, sketch anyway. is a GPS for entire life, and uh, one of the features is that there's like a ghost version of you that you can see at any time that is leading the best mathemat like the mathematically best life that the sort of the the central AI of society mm. uh, works out for you. Yeah, and because people who say oh, I'm living my best life, yeah, do we know if they really are? We don't actually know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time you're just saying that because you're doing a sort of a downward dog on the top of a mountain during the sunrise, right? But is that the best life, or could you be, you know, on a, you know, doing a? Could there be a yacht on that mountain? Yeah, or you know, exactly. Or could you be doing a sort of a salute to the sun? Uh, 25,000 meters under the sea in a submarine 
during a sunset. Yes. You know, maybe that, that sounds like it could be better. It's actually quite different. Whilst you were, were way off, mate. Yeah, wearing a gold chain, maybe, which is a, not necessarily a good thing, but it's a sign of wealth to other people and the other people on the and submarine. And maybe the chain has sentimental value. Exactly. It could have been something that your grandfather passed down to you when he died in the Dolphin Wars. I uh, wish I hadn't said Dolphin Wars because it's too close to the Simpsons. Anyway, then we got the uh, old people who get uh, weed as their pension. Yeah. And then old people are, are, are sell weed in order to get money. I genuinely love this idea. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's legal to smoke marijuana in this country if you hang out with an old person. Yeah. And then that fixes the old people loneliness problem. Japan would love this. Yes. You know? Yeah, because I was reading an article about how a lot of people die lonely deaths over there. Nobody ever goes to check on them. I'll tell you who goes to check on them. Yeah. People who need their hookup. Yeah, exactly. No, but then we would They'll be have beating to... down their doors. The only problem would be developing a culture of people smoking weed over there if that's not really a thing that they do. I don't know whether it is or not. I don't know. I either. mean, look, I've seen at least one Japanese person with dreadlocks. So I assume at least one person has smoked weed from there. That's that's fair. That's safe. Um, then we have the alt center. Yep. Um, which is uh, your idea? Yeah, radical middle ground. The uh, radical. Maybe even militant center. You know, they are yeah. prepared. They they want compromise, and At, they're prepared to kill to get it. Yeah, or at least make it seem like they're killing. Yes. Yeah. Until later on, they reveal that they did some other kind of more compromising thing where they just merely maimed. Yes. Exactly, caused long-term damage. Yeah, long-term nerve damage. That'll echo down through the generations. Yeah, that's mm. right. They changed their DNA in a, in a deep way, but they didn't kill them. Yes. And it was a great compromise. Oh, that endo-DNA stuff is crazy. What is endo-DNA stuff? Oh, it's the stuff to do with how... I think it's endo-DNA. to do with how like the conditions in the womb can actually affect the way different genes are expressed, and that's the sort of thing that can... Like, if your grandmother went through a famine... The grandchildren oh, yeah. can experience obesity in higher rates because of stuff to do with yeah, it's, it's wild. I wonder if that if that happens if you just fast for like five days. There are the, it, it can reset as well, so I'm not totally sure. Yeah, right. Oh, well, we'll have to read up about that. Yeah, yeah, and we'll bring that back in the next even more interesting episode. <laughs> Uh, then we got movie teasers where you really tease. So either it's the one where you actually just tease the audience and you make fun of them, which is you know it's fine. I think it can be good. Depends on what the teasing is. I don't think I don't think we had found the best tease. No, sure. No. And then there's the other alternative is in which where you actually show the whole movie over three minutes, and then people kind of get a gist mm. of something from it, but not enough, and it's kind of annoying. Yes. But at the same time, it's almost more valuable. And and there are no spoilers. And yet, there are all spoilers. Everything is a spoiler. Yeah. And then we got the helium planet where people are sort of slightly more annoying. Yeah, but I, I, I like, the, I like the, the shit themselves, lactose intolerant yeah, idea. We got the lactose bio undiverse planet where everybody is lactose intolerant. <laughs> It was today a bit of a mess of an episode. It was like there's something about it. I guess we were just off the planet, right? Like we were just off on weirder, yeah. weirder things. I think it was weirder. I think uh, I don't think it was like the ha ha haest, but I really enjoyed it. Anyway. I had a really good time as well, Alistair. Thanks Dan. so much for coming. Thank you for coming as well. To and the you know podcast. what, audience? Thank you for coming to 
day to day to Thanks so much. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Two in Tank. Yeah, I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. You can review us on iTunes and just do. I mean, like, I know you don't have to, but just do it right now because it'll make us feel so good. And, like, I know sometimes, like, this is. It's pathetic how good it makes us feel. It's pathetic. And I know, like, sometimes I'm like, I hear it and I go, I do like this podcast. I should go do it. And then I I go, but if somebody was to say to me, just go do it right now, I know it'll take, like, it'll take, it'll take three minutes. And you might have to log in. You might have to remember your password or something like that. Oh, that's fucked. No, and don't do it pain. if you have to remember your password. Certainly don't do it if you have to reset your password. I don't wish oh, that on anybody. No, but that's quicker these days than it used to be. It's yeah? pretty fast. Or they've got some kind of two-step thing. They send a link to your phone or some shit. Yeah, sometimes. All right, if you've got that set up, then do it yeah. and reset it. But if you don't have that set up, don't set that up so that you can do this. Yeah. Don't take more than three steps to that's do this. That's right. This is... a this. <laughs> If you're more than three steps away, and I mean physical steps yeah. or, you know, practical steps to mm. from, from, from rating this podcast, don't do it. But don't do it. But if you're less than that, oh, it feels so good. I would have a mind orgasm and not in a gross way, just no. in, the, in the most wholesome clean. way. Like a, like a Christian man thinking about heaven. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like an epiphany, like a kind of a religious experience. Not just like it's just hope. <laughs> People talk about religious experiences like they're amazing, but a religious experience could just be, you know, driving past a church. Yeah, or sitting on wood. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um and uh please we're doing a we're gonna be doing a show at the comedy festival, Andy Matthews and Alistair George William Trom- no, Andy Matthews and Alistair Tromblay Virtual Sci Fi Sketch Comedy Experience. Minus the comedy. Minus part. the comedy. Anyway, come along to that. No, there's going to be comedy, but the word comedy isn't in the yeah, title. Sure, sure. But if they search for most of those words, I'm sure they'll find it. Yeah. I don't think the addition of the word comedy is going to and, confuse it. And anything. it's happening in Melbourne, in Australia. Yes. Thank you very much. And we... We love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.